変身
get simpler for you, you know? Just, like, keep out there, keep active, and it's a good first step to just have that, like, that, like, little bit of extra, like, just being able to breathe at night or sleep at night, like, a little better, but it's not, it's not enough, and, like, it's going to be a process to make sure, like, people aren't, like, in harm's way. And we have a long way to go. Long way. Yeah. It's still funny as shit, though. (laughs) Bro, the whole thing's funny. (laughs) It shouldn't be. (laughs) They were next door to a crematorium and, like, a Fantasy Island adult bookstore in the middle of their dildo madness sale when they announced their... (laughs) <laughs> like that's how Rudy Giuliani found out when somebody thought they were booking a hotel and instead they booked a landscaper company for a, a press conference and just uh yeah I saw someone say this is the most ghettoest shit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh man good times and like it's just like the kind of thing where it's like real life is so weird because you'll like see stuff and you'll be like you would like tear apart somebody who wrote that if like somebody wrote that they like that the president did like a press conference at four seasons landscaping be like oh like, that's crappy writing but it happens or that fucking borat came back in 2020 and like <laughs> got rudy giuliani again um on camera trying to have sex with a 15 year old girl and just uh just uh, yeah so speaking of uh real issues that affect real people um and are very important uh i can't pre-order a ps5 bro I am done, bro. I, I I'm done stressing over this shit, man. Like, how is this so like hard to get? Like, I get that, you know, maybe they underestimated the volume of people that wanted one. But come on, man. You had how how many years? Jesus Christ. No, of like, this is like definitely a thing where it's like not important or like not compared to so many things, especially in like a like pandemic and everything going on and like. I get that there's like supply issues, but also like scalpers, you can have some kind of capture or like some kind of ticket system to make sure it's real people, you know? Yeah, it's 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 getting ridiculous and it's only gonna get worse and worse. I'm I'm <laughs> at the point that I need to figure out how to make one of these bots myself. <laughs> no, just I, it shouldn't be that easy. Like I get that like it comes from like a lot of like different things. Like I heard that like a lot of this like bot stuff like comes from like sneakerhead stuff and like yeah, but there should be a way to work around it at some point. Like if it was like you get like a ticket and then there has to be like some way to do it, you know? Yeah. That's a lot better than know. what's going on right now. But I did put my tenfold hat on earlier. I'm just like, you know what? I, I think that Sony is actually the ones that's reselling these to make more money off of it. <laughs> They're like, Oh, we're sold out. And it's just their bots reselling their own products. But that's just me being conspiracy theorist. I don't know. Like, I think that they're just like very limited, but also, um, they could just be pulling like a Nintendo and being like, let's just not make too many of these so the story gets out that they're so hot that nobody can get them. Yeah, that, that's also I mean, a thing. Definitely making or creating the sense of uh, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, they're definitely taking advantage of that because I <clears throat> was losing hours of sleep when the first was like pre orders out. I was like refreshing Best Buy, it was in my cart and was gone. Went to Walmart, it was in my cart and was gone. And just I'm just burnt out, man. Yeah, no, I'll just get um, it and I get it at this point. And it's like sucks. Um, oh, I just <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell you some unrelated stuff, but um, like I was like about to say, like maybe you need like some like lo-fi beats. But <laughs> did you hear about uh the Pepsi Lo-Fi channel got taken down? No. Why? Have you heard about this or no? No, no, no. I have <laughs> Pepsi Lo-Fi. So, um. So like in early October, 
Pepsi started their own um, lo-fi radio channel on YouTube called Beats to Sip to. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and it was all like, um, it was all just like really bad lo-fi that had like seven listeners. Like it never broke like <laughs> 10 listeners. And this is from the Pepsi company or someone yeah. just made it? No, from the Pepsi company. Wow. If someone made it, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> if, <laughs> but Pepsi, like I'm going to um, post that up. But basically um, what happened was though, like um, this person I follow, Jeff Gersman posted about it or the Gossip Walker. I'm not sure who, but basically, and then like I entered that YouTube and it was horrible, but it was like, it went up from seven to nine people, then nine to like 11. First time it crossed over like past like 10 listeners. <laughs> then I went to the bathroom and it was at 11,000 listeners. Whoa, you saw <laughs> it happen live? From, yeah, like it went oh, from shit. like seven to like 11,000 live. And then they took it down because, like, it had like a live chat that nobody was using, or like maybe like two people were like using. And then like there was thousands of people in there listening to it. But um, I don't get why did they take it down though. Or are you are you getting to that? People are just making fun of it mercilessly because it wasn't even lo-fi. It was just kind of like um, oh, was it like the Travis Scott thing? Like he kept getting roasted and just deleted his Instagram type thing. Like people were just in the chat talking shit about it. Yeah, like, it was oh, like more okay. like cloud rapping. It was like. <laughs> Like this random guy named Kevin was like singing songs about Pepsi. Uh oh, and like I'm gonna check. Okay, yeah, they're still up. Um, this person put all the Pepsi songs on Genius with the full <laughs> lyrics. Like they listened to all five songs like ten times. To get them right. Oh, um, awesome. so here's a from the song Pepsi hits different. Um, <laughs> featuring Kevin. Um. Pepsi hits different when you need a drink. You'll take one sip and be clean the sink. Pepsi hits different when you're trying to think. You'll do your homework in only one blink. Pepsi hits different. It'll get your mind in sync. You'll write a whole novel and use up all that ink. <laughs> so that's the first one. Uh, there's a... <laughs> Very poetic. Wash it down. Um, Bro, you, you're, you're messing with me, man. No way this is real. <laughs> there's a... I brought my blue glass. No, I ain't got to move fast. I'm playing the bluegrass. Really just want me a cool splash. If I'm sipping a liter, staying cool by the heater. If you're an eater, wash it down with something sweeter. 2X. Uh, wash it down. Wash it down. If you got, <laughs> if you got a pest, wash it down. Then there's... Uh, what's, what's the good one? There's one good one. I got to hear these, man. That's the thing. They're gone except oh, for on Genius. Oh. Okay. Um blue can can i'm a new man again staying cool getting tan i'm a normal man i don't have a plan that's a good lyrics i really like that one uh oh uh drink the red can that's a no-no drink the blue can yeah this is a promo <laughs> well like they're also good that i like, want to like to sample them all because it's just like uh here's are these all different artists no it's all kevin <laughs> I'm not sure who Kevin, but um <laughs> Kevin's a goat. I feel amazing. <laughs> you look amazing. Let's stay up and do some stargazing. Aversion to Reagan is mutual. Addicted to good things like usual. Me sharing a Pepsi that's doable. That's an IOU if that's cool with you. All my cans are blue. I got plans for two. Don't sweat the little stuff. We'll make it through. Go ahead, pour one out, pour it out. Come on now. You know what to do. Let's go. Ah. 
can opening sound. So yeah. What was Pepsi like, trying to accomplish with his channel though? Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was the point in making his channel? Like, don't you wish you could find this now? Because like Oh uh, my just... god. That is wild, man. Like I know the yeah. little like study tunes lo-fi channel that's super popular. Uh something cow. I forget what it's called. Uh yeah. Uh-oh. With like the girl at her desk like writing. I know that one. Yeah, it was like that. Like it was supposed to be like that, but it was like an animated like city street and like a bus came in every three minutes and like I people change i saw a random one today too it was like a lo-fi one but it was like nba like basketball noise in the background of it i'm like okay <laughs> i found the fifth song of i'm just gonna read you the first bit um it starts with the sound of a can opening then kevin again this song is featuring kevin and dale um <laughs> this is a Pepsi PSA. Hey, oh, I gotta let you go. You better grab a mop because Pepsi's on the floor. Another can lost. You hate to see him go, but you know I find a way to keep going with the flow. What? Did you hear all of these? Yes. Oh man, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I spent like two hours on this channel, like just in the live chat. It was a real slow day at work, and I was no. like, "Oh man, I gotta do something about this." I missed out, man. Next time this is something happens like this, please, please link it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, just what you need to do is you need to go and look, and like it was just how does that happen? They spent money on this. Um, That's wild. And yeah, so um. All the song's lyrics are on Genius. There's nobody to know who Kevin, Dale, or Unnamed Man number two is, but I'm assuming these won't show up on Spotify, if I had to guess. Man. Yeah, but uh, aren't you so sad that you missed out on that, though? Bro, that was... I'm so jealous, man. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm, like, sick. This is, like, one of the worst things that happened in 2020. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it, it was, like, uh, this, um, like, they have, like, samples on their Twitter. Of, they don't have, like, the lyrics in so it's like some art and like some backing track but these all were like fully spoken by i'm assuming kevin each time <laughs> once we're just, done i'm about to like hit the like the dark webs i'm pretty sure someone's recorded it or something i gotta find it what happens when you search pepsi into like a torrent site what even comes up yeah i'm about to hit reddit and uh twitter after this for sure <laughs> pepsi lo-fi I just beats the sip too. I just beats the sip too. What's Coke gonna do about this? They gotta answer it back. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Motherfucking polar bears in here. Brap, brap. <laughs> Fucking, I got the bad ball and the nine. I'm gonna beat your ass. It's gonna be fine. Red can, red can. Take that red pill. Oh my God. Like each bullet is like a chill pill. Uh-oh. Fucking Pepsi. Gonna kick your ass. RC Cola, you're fucking next. There <laughs> we go. Spitting. There we go. <laughs> that was for free. <laughs> In my head, that was like the polar bears, like <laughs> dancing and like tracksuits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. what they'll do is they'll get like a commercial where Suge Knight like voices like a polar bear and that'll be it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm still awaiting that response. Like you are right. But uh, no. Uh, so that's what I've been doing this week. Is there anything <laughs> else that like you've been doing or that you want to? Bring up. I wanted to uh, see what you thought about the new news coming from uh, the Sentai world with uh, the new Power Rangers uh, cinematic universe in development. Like, this is like wild, right? Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, I kind of like saw this, just kind of like it went right past me. I think it was like 
right before the election when it came out and it's just like oh like i'm gonna worry about power rangers tomorrow and then i forgot it's like a whole new like thing right yeah so from what i from what i saw uh watched one of the videos on i believe it was like comicbook.com on youtube and they're saying like this guy <laughs> that we were trying to figure out who the hell he was jonathan itswell or it's whistle however you pronounce it it's like the, whistle yeah that sounds right it's supposed to be like the kevin feige of this whole like like Power Rangers Cinematic Universe. So we briefly talked about it uh, a couple of months ago about the idea of, you know, the Power Rangers reboot movie because the last one, I guess you could say it flopped. Um, <clears throat> but they're trying to do like a little time travel thing and they're trying to figure out how exactly to uh, appeal to fans of the old Power Rangers show, show <clears throat> and also uh, comp- or, or cater to people that are a fan of the uh, the little fan film that's on uh, YouTube with the Power Rangers like kind of like dark and yeah, yeah. You've seen that, right? So they're trying to fi- fi- find a happy medium with that um, and this next movie that's coming up. But they're also trying to connect um, the movies with the series that's coming out. Um, I think I believe the name is like Dino Fury or something like that. Yeah, that's the one uh, that's like based off of um, <coughs> crap. We watched it last year and we Roof Soldier. That's based off that. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. Um, but from what I heard, they're trying to c- connect like the movies with the TV shows and they're like saying how everybody's doing this right now, like MCU with the, the Disney series that are coming out, like WandaVision mm-hmm. and the Bucky and Falcon show. And then, uh, yeah, this is, this just should be interesting. You think, you think, uh, you think he could take care of this? I never heard of the guy. So I, I, I it's kind of, it's kind of weird to give him the keys to this, this project, but I'm excited to see what happens. A lot of his stuff, like, um, I'm looking now is like, I'm seeing like a lot of faces of like, modern teen like actors like i'm seeing like Maisie williams i'm seeing the girl from it like i'm seeing i'm not okay with this and like end of the fucking world it's like okay um what this this kind of makes me think it's like a like going into the strengths of like the 20 whatever movie the 2017 movie i think like where it was basically like constantly called like the breakfast club but i think that could work honestly like if you just did like let's do like a teen show like Let's do like Euphoria, more phenomenal. I'm not sure what that would be like. I got you. Like it's just like you know, like, and sometimes they solve their problems by like morphing, like almost like um like a Vampire Diaries, like True Blood kind of thing, where it's like, oh hey, I got an abortion, and now there's putties here. I'm not sure how that would work, but I don't know. Yeah, because the trick is is like getting the new audience interested. Like for us, you just bring back like some of the old Rangers and. We're there, you know, like something like retroish and you know, like nostalgia overload. But it's it's just like trying to reel in a new audience and also mixing the two, not doing too much of the other, or you know, like a happy medium. I'm not sure how how they're gonna like curate that uh, that kind of vibe for this kind of film and whenever this movie's coming out. I guess 2022, maybe not coming. Yeah, out. and like it might be a different movie than the weird time travel 90s one they were pitching a couple of years ago that we talked about as well, but. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they should scrap that and just come up with something different. Um, I mean, the idea is cool. I would see it regardless, but uh, I'm not really a fan of what, what I heard from that, to be honest. Yeah. So before I started talking about like the Pepsi Lo-Fi, like I actually had on the um, notes something I wanted to talk about, but like, I think it's like related. Like I'll bring it up. But um, have you watched or heard of like the um, Cobra Kai show? Yeah, I've heard about it, and um, I actually saw an episode when I was waiting to get my haircut at the barbershop, and it was really good. Like, the episode that I right? saw, I'm like, whoa, like, 
it made me want to go back and rewatch the uh, you know, the first Karate Kid movies and come back and watch the show. But from what I saw, this is like a solid series for sure. So basically, like, um, I wouldn't call myself a big fan of Karate Kid. Like, I think like watching them now, they probably have less to like as like we learn more about like cultural appropriation and then like the weird way that like stuff like martial arts is like treated. But at the time, like I remember like I saw them growing up and that's as much like thought as I had. But like the reason I bring it up but is that like I um it's on Netflix now instead of YouTube premium, which is good. Uh that means like that people might see it. But um and the uh third season's coming out in January and I think the fourth season's supposed to come out next year sometime. But um so I watched season two recently and when you're talking about like Power Rangers, I think um this is totally the show that could make that work. And I think what you should do with Power Rangers is what they did with Cobra Kai. And um it's not about nostalgia. Like it's not like, oh my God, we found like the we found the Ecto one from Ghostbusters in this barn and we're kids. Oh no, what's gonna happen? This is awesome. Or like, oh we found like the um uh the um night vision goggles from Jurassic Park and we're kids and it's awesome. Or oh, what's that bad ship? It's like the Millennium Falcon kind of stuff. Like it's not about like people discovering something it's about like it's about like the adult characters like re-examining something and like trying to pass it on and i think that's why cobra kai works despite the fact that it's like two characters from a movie like from like 35 years ago and i think that like if power rangers like did something like that where it's like hey here's like um zach and zach's like trying to like make his life work but then like his son asks him about like what it was like being a power ranger and like gets into it. That could be like way cooler than just like, Oh, like my dad's missing in his closet. Right. I found this point, you know? And that's the easy way out. Right. It's just like, yeah. Bringing back characters and talking about stuff that happened in the original series versus doing the hard work and <laughs> redeveloping these characters. So that would definitely be a better, <clears throat> better outcome for me. If they do something like that. Just imagine if like, it's like, um, yeah, Jason's like, um, trying to get back into karate because he's like had like a bad divorce or something and then like some kids see and they want to join in and then like they find out more and then like they become power versus like oh what's this there's a bard and alpha's at the barn oh my god like that would be like the worst way to do it i think you know yeah i'm i'm, I'm so looking forward to this hopefully you can pull it off man but they're saying that they shouldn't get ahead of themselves and just make a solid movie first. And they are like comparing it to like what happened with remember the dark universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're like had all these plans and they did even like they did castings and stuff. And then, you know, they kind of were, was looking at, um, you know, like the next steps before they like took their first steps in the yeah, movie. They was had horrible. Two tweets. Yeah. They on just, the whole account. I still haven't seen that movie movie, the, <laughs> the mummy movie yet, but I heard it was horrible, but that one movie like crushed that whole project they had. Well, with the first like Modern Powers movie, you know that they were like, yeah, we have a nine movie plan before they started, like before the first one came out. Just like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, come on. Relax. Let's see how the like, first one goes and then we start doing shit. Yeah. Because if you have a nine movie plan, you put like the, like, you put like the Zeo crystals under Krispy Kreme or whatever they did in that movie. <laughs> and they're like, all right, if we have a nine movie plan bolstered by Krispy Kreme, we could make this work. It's like, ah, don't, don't do that. 
Uh, <laughs> Remember, we always make fun of the announcement at the end of that movie. <laughs> oh yeah, um, <laughs> you do it the best though. You gotta do it. It's Tommy. It's Tommy Oliver. <laughs> you know him. He goes here yeah, and does a spinning kick in the air. I heard that he loves to listen to Beast of Sip to from Pepsi. Oh, he's never been a Blue Ranger, but still, he's oh, been a Red man. Ranger and a White Ranger. That's some parts of Pepsi. Maybe we could teach him together. Take the red can. Yeah, that's that's it's Tommy just, Oliver. That's just the easy way out, man. It's just like <gasps> Tommy. Like, you know what I mean? Just and it just goes off. It's it's just that's but also lazy. It could be cool as shit if it's like here's like Tommy re examining his life and then like, oh no, you're Power Rangers. I never wanted this for you, versus like, oh holy shit, like I just found the snow globe and Zordon's in it. Like <laughs> that would that would suck. I don't know. Uh but no. Um also watch Cobra Kai. It's so fucking good. I, I don't know how it, it's so good. Like it just like the end of its second season is just like a prolonged action scene, basically. It's like, have you seen like the Raid Redemption or no? No, I haven't seen it. Um, like that was a movie from like a couple years ago that was like known for being like, um, it's basically like a bunch of police officers just like get in a building and have to fight their way to the top and then out. Okay. And that's how season two of like Cobra Kai ends, but it's the first day of school. And it's cool as hell. Yo, so I just found out, this is crazy. So I just found out at a comic book store, like down the street from me, in person, is going to be Zordon and the Red Ranger. Oh, cool. <laughs> On Sunday. I have to go see it. I have to. That's crazy. I just found it out. It's only I didn't know that the voice of Zordon was around. That's yeah. Cool. I, <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. That's crazy. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I can't miss that opportunity. Yes, I know that like... Um, him or the voice of Alpha is like never on anymore, so that's cool. Uh, but no, damn. And uh, should probably mention that we're covering Comrade EX8 this week, actually. Yeah, we, we got carried away. Yeah, uh, just like beat step two. I'm tentatively gonna not pay attention and hopefully it, it, it's all right. Well, that's my stance on Power Rangers reboot. But um, regardless, let's uh, slide over to Common Rider. We're back. So this week we looked at um, Comrade EX8, the first six episodes, which is exciting. Um, so really quick, general thoughts. What do you think of Comrade EX8, James? Yo, man, this. Oh my freaking god! Honestly, this is the best like six episode run that I've experienced in a Comrade series so far, and I will say this is the most fun I've had watching a Comrade series so far. Um, I'm not going to go out on limb and say this is the best one I've seen so far because I'm only six episodes in. But the like build, the momentum for the show is crazy. It's like going up a roller coaster and it's just not coming down. Like I'm just scared that the momentum is going to just come down. It's going to just like it's just too much right now. But this is honestly like my favorite series so far. Um, Emo is my favorite MC. I feel like I'm not trying to say I'm a doctor, but he's probably like the most relatable uh, MC so far for me. Um, I mean, he's he just loves video games and he likes, you know, trying to save lives. And he's actually the only doctor that gives a shit so far <laughs> in this series so far. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, like uh, it's a really great show. It's so easy to get into. And like I think um at least part of it 
like this might be the first series that like you're getting into where you like know that you like Kamen Rider. So like that's probably part of it too. Cause I feel like even with like game and double, like you were like, okay, like I'm like enjoying this, but I feel like you've really become like a fan in the past like few months. So it's probably just like easier to get into like a new show almost like, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. And I started thinking about maybe that's the issue that I have with Saber is like, I'm watching all these fire <laughs> top 10, t- five, you know, Rider series. And then I'm watching Saber and unintentionally comparing it to those. But at the same time, I know what to expect out of a series. Now, like you said, I'm more of a fan now versus a newcomer. So I kind of get what should be happening at certain parts in the series. And Saber's just not anywhere near what just happened in these, this six episode stretch. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm not having as much fun watching Saber, but we'll see how that goes. But X8 is definitely, definitely God tier. Yeah, it's great. And like, um, like even just stuff like the first scene with like Emu and like, um, he's like, um, I could never pronounce his like name. I'm going to say it's Emu. That's the best because they do just call him M. That makes the most sense to me versus like calling him Emu. But um, so the let first me clear scene, something up real quick. I got a little confused at the beginning. So he's he's really M, right? Or, yes, he's the genius gamer M. Okay, I was a little confused by that because I was like, okay, when he does a little smirk before he henshins, that's him like putting his game face on, pretty much, right? Yeah, kinda. Okay, like, yeah, like, um, it's like explained more later, but like, yeah, um, so the thing here is that um, the first scene of the show is just like it's showing him as a child talking about how he gained faith in doctors by saving him when he was a kid. And also how like the same doctor that saved him gave him like a game to play, like as he was like recovering. And that does so much to establish and justify the show, his characters. Cause like it's dumb that they're doctors that play video games. Like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> unless you actually just have something that grounds it. And what grounds it is like, that's how like, things are connected in his mind and how he connects like with his patients. And if you don't have that scene, that doesn't work. Like you probably like weren't even thinking like, Oh, it was weird. These aren't connected. Cause that scene just like does such a great job of us. Just like, okay, this makes perfect sense to me. It justifies so much of how he acts. Like it's such a good first scene, you know? Yeah. That episode is one of my favorite, uh, writer episodes so far too. But I really do like this gimmick though. Like I like that these are, these guys are doctors and they're like, part-time gamers like they're just normal people in a sense you know what i mean like they're just they just like to play video games you could call them doctor respects if you would okay there we uh, go <laughs> my bad no but uh um one thing that the show does very well too is it's like the best gimmick for a common writer shows tropes as well because it's like the way they can just like have the janky like cg or they can change like the setting because i'm sure you've like noticed sometimes a common writer they're just like fighting in the woods and then they're in like a like random like dock area You're like how'd that happen like and like the fact that it's part of the gimmick and part of the like plot is really funny and like a really good way to like play into that and like the power-ups and, like the random bits on like stage like yeah i really it's do like a very good i really do like how they uh have like each level is like different i do like that a lot and i do like how they have to be level one before they go level two i do like that a lot too and the care, like the level designs, the set pieces, it's just like this CGI doesn't really bother me as much as it does in like other shows. Like this is like it looks like a video game. Yeah, it's like they've like played so well into like the theme matching the weirdness of like the franchise. Like it's just like a 
really interesting like from like a like meta level to be like oh wow they made stuff that doesn't make sense and like other shows make sense and like um i don't want to rag on saber but i think when you're looking at what exa does right that saber does wrong just it's very simple to see like the powers that people have and like the way they dress the way they act the way they have to like perform based on what they can do even like with just their powers it defines them and that's not the case with like with saber where it's like you're all people that can use swords with a vague color and like element that's not as much as like here's this character that has like a, a hey like sword and, and like here's this like gun character here's like this character who can't fight on his own you know yeah and it helps that they have like motivations too because i think um every character we see isn't just part of the same group they're all like not technically enemies but they're not technically friends either which... yeah and, and that's the thing that's that's so compelling about this is like every every character on the show once has some kind of ambition or something they want to take care of. And it's It's funny that you compared, uh, X a to, uh, to Saber. Cause I would even say it's similar to game too, right? With the CEO kind of using them as test subjects and actually being, you know, <laughs> the one causing chaos. And then with Saber, you know, it's just like, I feel like the Geist and the, the books are kind of similar. Like they kind of open up different worlds in a sense. Yeah, no, uh, it's just, um, it's weird because um, it does feel like with Saber, they're kind of disconnected from like the world around them a little bit. It's like stuff happens. People don't remember. There's like, it's not like they're working with the police or like th the real world. It's like, okay, we solved the problems with magic and there's no consequences. And that's something that like, I think like just having there be like a company that they're working with where they have to get their powers from or like negotiate with even before like a reveal later that adds a lot like to what they need to do you know some tension um and they introduce so many people like and it doesn't feel forced or like fast that's compared to that and that's another thing like everything is falling in place when it needs to be like even like with hero like at the beginning you know he's like this ambiguous character but as the episodes go go by you slowly start to peel back the layers of why he is this way and then by episode six you realize why he's eating sweets you know what I mean? Like stuff like that pays dividends in the long run when you take your time versus just shoving it down somebody's throat. Yeah. And um, let's start going through. And I think um, like for episode one, it's very simple. They just do like a very good job of saying, hey, here is this kid who's like who's very scared of doctors. Here's like this doctor that wants to help. And that's how he becomes like a a common like, rider to help his patient um, who shares like this interest that's like related to gaming it's so simple it's so pure and like so good like even yeah. like going to the or taking the, the patient to the convention that was an awesome scene as well i like that there's part of me that's very glad once we get past episode one though i have a confession to make and it needs to be like put out there for like purposes uh for the sake of honesty and uh it has to be this um i don't know what it is but there's something about um, about Poppy, but especially when she's not dressed like a like video game character, that does it for me in a way that is distracting. Oh, so I'm glad when she <laughs> like it's pink hair, so I can kind of pay attention to the plot more. Sona got you like that, huh? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like <laughs> when she like when she like has that suit on, or even when she has like that like nurse stuff on, I'm just like not paying attention, <laughs> and I'm just like ah, okay, yeah, <laughs> she I'm not sure though. what that is. Yeah, her and uh, Izzy. I don't know. There we go. 
Izu never she never did, never it, for did it for me. I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of like Izu better than Asan. That's just I can objectively be like, wow, Izu's like super attractive or whatever, and like has like the greenest eyes like you ever seen or whatever. But I'm not like stopped in my tracks or anything. But like something about Lugasado, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like I should uh, <laughs> hopefully like get like some like weird outfit suit so I can like not focus on it. But um, yeah. Um, and speaking of like weird outfits, the level one should be so dumb. Because it's like their way to do like a big like chibi like mascot character, but it works, it and it really works, just works, it right? Works. It's crazy. Like at the beginning, I'm like, obviously, you already see the suits before you watch the show. So when he transforms into that, I'm like, is this kind of like one of those things when uh, you know, like Naruto turns into like the wrong <laughs> uh thing, or like yeah, like one of those like quirky things, like a one time thing. But this is actually like part of the show, and it's awesome. Like, it's, it's so cool. I like it a lot. And it works because, like, the first person we see it with is just all for it. Like, Emma was just like, all right, I've played platformers. Let's see if, like, you fuck around and, like, find out. And the power-ups, bro. Like, you get power-ups while you fight. Like, it's just, it's just so good, man. It's, this is definitely one of my favorites. And, like, I think, like, uh, there have been a couple, like, pink main common Riders. Um, and they always work. It's so weird that they make it work no problem but like to go from like a like chibi character to like a pink character it just works because like this show does such a good job like i'm always talking about how like we need to kind of grave on to like grade on like a curve sometimes for like the start of a show with a lot of new actors but everybody just fires on, on all cylinders in this show like immediately no characters are flopping at all even taiga taiga is like super dope <clears throat> i like kiria but i i mean at, at now i've Gain grips on it and it's okay. I didn't like how Comrider Laser turned into a bike. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. A bike? Even that, that was a reaction on the show. I forget what character said it. But it was like, he's a bike? I was just like, oh my, so disappointing. But eh, it, it's okay. It's not, it's not the worst. Well, this is your second, your second common Rider that turns into a bike that you've seen. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's weird, but also it's just the right amount of like it's just the right amount of dumb for this <laughs> yeah. character who shows up and it's just like And he he's also that kind of character well. that doesn't yeah. really need to, you know, be out there fighting every episode. So he's kind of a cool, like complimentary fringe character. Yeah, it helps him like be as important as he needs to be early on too, versus like always having like four people there, you know? I just like that he lied <laughs> to them. <laughs> And just was just like, I, oh, I, I, I made all that shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just straight up lied to like get some like data or something. But he, he did really need their help though, because he could only go so fast without a rider. So, so would it surprise you to know that this show is big on shipping and big on memes? Shipping? Very big. Who's getting shipping? Uh, episode four was about this guy lying so this other guy would ride him. <laughs> Like, that is just, like, kind of what happened. Um, it's just like, oh, the only way I can, like, reach my potential is if you're riding me. Yeah, that's enough. That's more than <laughs> enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just... And, like, he's such a fun character because, like, he doesn't fit the, like, archetype of the other three. Like, he's not, like, a usual character. So, like, the fact that he's just, like, this <laughs> weird shitty liar is, like, very fun. That looks like he's, like, from, like, a Miami <laughs> detective TV show or some shit. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we'd come on and you'd be like, 
I think I'm gonna cosplay him. Like something about him, I was like, "Is like James gonna cosplay?" Oh him? no, I like I like I like the fit. The fit's fire. Yeah, right. But I really, really like Hero, bro. Like his debut, coolest motherfucker on the planet. That dude is so fucking cool. Oh my god, I can cut anything. <laughs> Such a dope character. And like another thing like that, like the like first episode does actually is the first time we hear the opening is over this clip of these characters the like opening, bro, showing up right. <laughs> The best. Yeah. The best. I don't want to know. Oh my God. That's that funk, bro. Jesus. And like, it's so anime. It's like you have emo walking towards the camera in slow motion. And it's just, it's, it's, it's my favorite opening by far. And I'm like, I think um, that Daichi Mura is like a pretty popular like dude. Like, I think he did uh, one of the, um, like the Brawly movie. Like, he did that song too so like he's like in stuff and he's like in demand for this kind of stuff which is like yeah it's good it's a great opening but when we first hear is that little montage at the end of the first episode yeah of like the other characters like entering like into the album like the plot and it's just like very cool it's just like oh wow Mm -hmm. this is a very good like tone piece for like and i remember i remember hearing it and i remember you showing me the op like a few weeks before so Mm -hmm. i was like oh okay so this is the opening song but yeah, that was a great way to introduce us to the song for if it was someone's first time. Though also, um, when you mentioned that Comrader like Laser turns into a bike, I thought you were gonna like mention how his name's Comrader Laser, but he turns into a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite. I can't. I can't yeah. uh, understand that one either. But yeah. whatever. So EXA, I that's just the name. Brave. He's a knight. Snipe. He's a Sniper. shooter. <laughs> laser for a motorcycle. Laser. Laser speed, uh, I I guess maybe I don't know, but yeah, um, that would be like if I was like, hi, I'm um, come rider jet ski, and I was just like a cowboy, like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, in like a great second episode because we like meet hero and he has like all these like different women being like, hey, he's like the cool hot young doctor, and I want to work with him, but he has like this whole thing going on. And then like episode like three where we meet like Taiga, he's he he just works so immediately in a way that he shouldn't like he just the fact that he enters into he has like a bang over his eyes as part of his sniper character in his comrade suit and it just works. <laughs> yeah, it's he's, the most edgy thing, but it works. He's so good, man. All of. Them. Yeah. And yeah, like they're all introduced like pretty well. Um, The action's good. Like, I like how they're not even like being defeated they're like choosing to untransform <laughs> to not get like a game over <laughs> yeah they refuse to lose but the stunt work in this show is next level as well like you said the, the action just and like the finishers are super cool like each unique one and i think my favorite one so far was the one when uh hero used like the ice attack and like i think it was like episode four i believe it was like hero's finisher yeah and like there's lots of stuff where like their weapons have different forms and stuff. Um, one person worth noting who I um, think worked a lot in this show. Um, so know how like in different scenes, there's like different people that people are like, oh, like this person worked on this thing. Like that means like it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, for this series, I know that um, there's this guy, Koichi like Sakamoto, who is apparently like behind a ton of like the fight scenes that were filmed. Um, 
for Power Rangers, and then he was so good at it that he got brought in for Kamen Rider. And like, it's like a common thing where we're like, oh, if it's a good fight scene, he probably did it. Like, he's just like that, like kind of dude. Where like he's like a stunt, a like stunt coordinator that people talk about, and like gets to like direct stuff enough where it's like important. Which, hey, look good for him, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, and um, how do you feel about um? the way this whole bit like ends though because there's like episode five where like they introduce like the like level three powers and um i love the way they do that fight scene where emu's like just i guess i'm just gonna like jump over you and like attack this monster behind you kind of thing <laughs> yeah that was, that was awesome um le- uh i want to like emo's level three but it's okay it's not it's not i just feel like he should have like a different kind of attack versus just punching but it's it's cool. I do like though how like his like um one attack is like I'm gonna hit you with the rocket punch, then run forward and punch into it. <laughs> uh, and like speaking of that, actually, what do you think of uh this? Is your first time actually watching a show that has a dark, a like dark common rider in it, and like common rider like Jim? I love what it. What do you think of him? Yeah, I like it a lot, and. <clears throat> The reveal was cool too because I was trying to figure out who who he was, but I knew it was a character that we already seen before, and I kind of figured it was a CEO. But just the way that it was revealed, and they're like, "Are you afraid?" And he was like, "Of his genius or something like that." Like that was that was an awesome reveal, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes and when they actually find out that it's him. Yeah, um, <laughs> and this December? has the uh, this is this is kind of like a daybreak, right? They call it the zero day. It's kind of similar. Like this, like a day that happened that pretty much like a pretty much what they all have in common. Like they were all affected by day zero or whatever it was called. Yeah, basically um, it's um, how like um, Project Thouser was like the special the special feature on the DVDs for zero one um, for EX Dade. It was um, Comrade Snipe and it was just like the perspective of like Tyga from five years ago, like, and like it, like involves oh, really? stuff like, yeah, like a friend of his tries to transform and just starts like to like cough up blood. So he has to like go out and fight like graphite and like stuff. So this is in the movie. Um, it's like a three part special. So it's like three 15 minute like specials on like sweet the box set or whatever. But yeah, I like that because. Uh, I like I like going to see it myself versus just five years ago. Like, show me what happened. <laughs> so that's cool that yeah. you did that. And like, that's kind of like what this chunk of episodes like ends on, though, is like the reveal of like why Hero likes sweets and why he's pissed off and why like he hates like Tyga, but also like why Tyga's like ostracized by like. So I'm a little confused thing. about the whole graphite thing. So he's a human, right? No, graphite is or a graphite. But he henshin into graphite, right? Or was he in disguise? I'm confused. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, right. He, he he's a complete being, which means that like he basically like became like a real boy when he made like Saki disappear. Um, it's just a kind of thing. Like there are like in one Kamen Rider show, for like example, there's a character who's like natively a monster and has an item that lets them transform into a human. But okay. sometimes it's just like, oh, if you want to have like two forms, you got to be able to transform. So it's just like maybe he's like natively graphite, but he has to use that like device to uh, turn human and turn back. Okay, I was a little confused by that. I'm like, okay, so okay, yeah. but thanks for explaining that. 
that's probably how it goes. Like I think it's like also just to see like a monster transform is cool. But, <laughs> yeah. Always cool yeah. to see a monster transform. Yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah, um what do you think of the rhythm game though? Oh, the rhythm game. One of my favorite parts of the six run episode. Like <laughs> Emo was killing it. And then he, you yeah. got Hero just over there taking L's. Like it, it was awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, Hero was over there killing it. And then like at the end where he's like, I'm good at CPR, so I can <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Like play this, but yeah. But that was um, awesome though. Yeah, so there are a couple things. One, for next month, for the holiday season, we're going to watch uh, up to episode 12, which is the next six episodes. Um, and that'll end on the Christmas episode, which should like match up to the time. Um, and also just... So, last week, with our guest um, from the Tokyo Fresh podcast, we looked at Like I'm Rider Wizard, which is the show that aired before Like I'm Rider game. Okay. Um, we didn't love it honestly like it was just like kind of boring um which is your first time seeing it i'd seen like the first 15 episodes then dropped off it was our guest david's first time seeing it um okay. and like actually um in like our in like our like uh chat like he's been posting about like how he started like up to watch like zero one and like thinks it's so much better and like <laughs> is like halfway through and stuff so yo i forgot to tell you i saw a list online that had zero one as one of, like the greatest camaraderie series. I mean, it's good. It's a list, yeah, but also yeah. it, it's, it's new. Good. Like you know, it's but a I'm list. Like, who made new. this list though? <laughs> exactly. Like it's not like it's like yeah. we got like the twelve because that Game of Thrones like pillars. ending <laughs> was. Uh, I mean, it didn't end that bad as Game of Thrones. It was all right for what they had to do with COVID and everything. So I take that back. Sorry. No. I... <laughs> It's not a Game of Thrones ending. It wasn't yeah, like... Yeah, I overreacted. It was good. No, um... My favorite part of the end of the cover writer, like, Zero One, is when this random character, like, just, like, came in and destroyed the whole metaphor for the show, and then, like, flew off. That was my favorite. <laughs> but, uh... No, um... But, so basically, it's kind of a pattern, though, because, like, cover writer, like, Wizard was, like, kind of a lackluster show that, like, was a little boring, and then the next year they did come writer game, which was a different kind of show. It was different for previous shows. So they just take years off. Is that what you're saying? No, but I think like, it's weird. Cause like, um, the show before come writer EXA, it is the one you've heard me talk about come writer ghost, which I've said is kind of a bad show. Okay. Um, so it's kind of a weird pattern to be like, Oh yeah, there's just some years where they do a bad job, but they tend to do a really, interesting show the year later like and really like change things up like almost in response so mm-hmm. um hopefully saber gets better but if it doesn't there's always next year <laughs> but, <laughs> but no um one thing i did want to bring up w- with that though is that you know how there's like the like whole like crossover movies between like stuff yeah um the crossover movie between at the start of ex aid and after the end of ghost is incredible because um what kind of villain would you use but for a video game like i'm writer and a ghost common writer like Pac-Man type maybe oh fu- yeah they like his name is dr pac-man oh they shit Pac-Man. i legit guessed it i saw it in your notes but i legit like guess like pac-man okay that's cool yeah so it's just like 
I guess like the EXA like crew is like, how are we gonna fight Doctor Pac Man? And then they're <laughs> like, we need a ghost, I guess, and they go and fight our murder ghost, and awesome. that's great. That's perfect. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but no. Um, so we like we like the show, um, and I'm really excited to see like what the next run, the part two of it does for t- December. Um, we're probably not going to cover the show beyond that then, um, unless we like move Saber to like a monthly show, but, um, hopefully not. But so next time in two weeks, we are going to be doing, um, Comrade Saber episodes nine through 11, because there was a uh, one this episode this week. So instead of just only having one thing to cover, we thought let's do EX8. And then, uh, next week we will have, um, our guest, um, Steph from the Bulldogs and Dragons podcast on and with her we are going to be talking about um Chogusatsu ga 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 ga. Uh I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm going to say there's a lot of things I read but never say out loud. But um Chogusatsu no ga 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 is a 7 episode show that came out in 2019 about um what it's like to be like an adult toku fan in japan and trying to like date and like work in like an office so that'll be exciting and like we're gonna look at that whole series it's very endearing very charming and that's for next week and yeah oh so james where can people find you when you're not talking about uh common rider you can find me on youtube under copacetic senpai and as of right now you can still find me on twitter at popcornet where can they find you kip you can find me uh, on twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast on twitter.com at CommonRideWithMe. CommonRideWithMe.com. Send the emails to podcast at CommonRideWithMe.com. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And also, I have condensed some stuff down. So what that means is if you go to CommonRideWithMe.com slash episodes, that shows our old website with all the episodes very clearly, just them there. And if you go to CommonRideWithMe.com slash merch, that will take you directly to our merch store. And uh, how that merch store works is that for like certain items, they are sold at no at no markup like masks, which means that they are as cheap as they can be. And we do not get a like cut to uh, put that saving onto you. And then for other things, how that works is uh, is for us, our our cut then goes to our like hosting costs, then to charity. So if we make in any month more money than it costs to run for that month, that leftover goes straight to charity. And yeah, um, so speaking of uh, being a copacetic senta, senpai, not sentai, uh, <laughs> it, it probably takes some lo-fi beats to step to. So I'm wondering, uh, what's of a, in that mindset of that lo-fi beats, what advice would you give people this week, James? I would say watch Kamarader and play video games. If you can get a PS5 or Xbox Series, if you got a plug, let me know. Yeah, I need one. Level up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is like there anything that like you want to talk about this week, or just like uh? Uh, I mean, I just saw something about console stuff. Or oh yeah, yeah, I, I do know what I want to bring up. Um, the uh the new plan for uh Power Rangers. Have you heard about it? I have. I haven't really looked into it, but um, like if you want, let me look up this guy's name so I won't sound like a fucking idiot. 
Oh. <clears throat> so I know Lucky's like a legit dude, right? Yeah, he's supposed to, supposed to be like the Kevin Feige for what they got planned. I don't know why they chose this guy. I never even heard of him, but let me get it. Our Mike does 18. Uh, what? Power Ranger versus Freddy Krueger. What is this? Jonathan Itswell. Or it 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 whistle, ent end of the effing world. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. They just was like, give it to this guy. It's well, when I look him up, the first thing I see is some other dude. Okay, there we go. Jonathan whistle. Uh, who? What has he done? <laughs> um, end of the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, you know like, why this fucking guy? <laughs> what has he done? I mean, <laughs> we, we let's save it for the pot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, though. I'll end of the fucking world. Try, like, what? Try and capture some of that stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'll start us off this. It's where you got that heat right now. Coming <laughs> in hot already. Yeah, I like realized right at the end that we didn't connect the fact that we were talking about not being able to get consoles with play with watching. It, it show about video games, but oh shit, yeah, we should have definitely uh damn missed an opportunity. 